0: Welcome to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast, my name is Keith Welsh, and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about ritual and sacrifice, what that means to me, what that has meant to others, and what my experience is with it um, as a concept. Um, if you'd like to continue supporting me and this effort, you could do that at theinfinitesparkofbeing.com. There's Patreon, Venmo, books, t-shirts, all that shit, hoodies if you live someplace cold. Um, so I was actually writing in, uh, I, may, I think it this a few episodes ago even. Um, so it's not the ritual that holds power. Okay. It is the belief in the ritual that holds power. Doing a thing does not have power. It is the belief in the thing that has the power. Um, When we believe that the ritual itself holds the power, we are once again misunderstanding our role in all of this. You are misunderstanding it from the point of view of a Hindu, a Christian Gnostic, a, all of it, a Buddhist, it's all, you're misunderstanding all of it. You're still putting all of your power outside of yourself. Um, I know that a lot of people uh, play with tarot cards and, and crystals and me and my beads and all this kind of stuff. But go to church. I don't name it, right? That thing is not in and of itself powerful. Your belief in it is. And the belief being this non-quantifiable thought exercise. Beliefs are not objectively real. If you need your beliefs to be objectively real that is a very interesting thing to me because to me that says that you still you're still in the mind you're still counting on the mind the mind is the thing that wants an objective reality and needs a stable place to stand and needs something it can count on that's the mind go back to your four noble truths namely the third one It is denying your own divinity to believe that the ritual itself is the thing. This doesn't mean that you shouldn't do rituals and that they don't matter. They absolutely matter. Lineage matters. Rituals matter. But it's your belief in it that matters. Because this belief in it Uh, if the ritual is done enough times, wires your thinking to look for this thing to be true. So if you see that, um, if you understand that the subconscious or the unconscious is the operating system for your organism, it is showing you the world It's why Neville Goddard considered the subconscious mind to be God itself. It's why some consider the subconscious mind to be your karmic curriculum. And that you would use these other things to eventually change the subconscious. So, by uh, belief in a ritual, that your ritual is changing your inner world, changing your inner landscape then you look for that to be true and let's say you're not even there and you just look for it to change your external landscape well then you will start to see the possibility for those beliefs in that ritual and the re in the belief in the results of the ritual it looks for the possibilities for those things to be true and I hope that makes sense it makes sense to me as I'm saying it Um, so it's not You know, uh, my—it's not the mantra itself; it is my belief in the mantra. It is now what the mantra stands for as a symbol to me. And it's not to say that these mantras, these Sanskrit mantras, aren't uh, some sort of magical whatever. It's not. But but that stuff—it's just you're getting into a dangerous place when you take the control or the onus away from you and you place it on something external. It's why people go, why does God kill babies? It's, it's What the fuck? When someone says that to me, why does God allow war? It, it just shows me, it's like you just haven't done any fucking work. It, it, it's one of those things that the second you say it, you lost me. Like I got nothing to say to you. We can't even talk. You have no idea what I'm talking about because you still think that, you know, God's up there, you know, taking in everyone's prayers or whatever. Like there's a fucking suggestion box. Um, So the belief in the ritual is where the power comes in. It's the belief, the repeated belief. That's the other thing. You can't just do these things one time and like it's gonna fucking help it's like praying for something once that's not how prayer works to repeatedly ask and to repeatedly uh, request and to repeatedly whatever it's the you're working this into your system and and so here's the thing if you have no belief in god or the belief in prayer and you just do it as this last ditch effort and there's no belief behind it, then you're not looking for it to be true. So it's, you're probably not going to experience anything beneficial. And remember, correlation doesn't equal causation. Don't forget that. Um, so that's my thing with ritual. Ritual is important to me. Um, I have rituals. Uh, A lot of them are centered around changing the way my subconscious experiences the world. Um, It goes back to understanding that the world, you included, live in my mind. The you that I experience is in my mind. The ritual is in my mind. It is my, you know, it's that my experience of it is due to my subjective whatever it's all just a subjective thing and that sounds so bristly to people because they want so badly for there to be an objective truth well that's just the mind, the mind wants that you don't want that you don't want anything, the real you you know it's it's like it, 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 looking for an objective reality, especially if, like, politics or data to shit, like, good luck. Like, that's just the mind. The mind wants stability. The mind craves a predictable outcome. Remember, wisdom frees you, morality binds you. The mind wants morality. The mind wants principles, uh, not principles, policies. The mind wants policies in place to predict a safe outcome or to predict a dangerous outcome so that it can then find safety. So, tarot cards as a ritual, okay. Uh, I believe that it might, uh, this is just my belief in it, knowing what I know about the history of a tarot deck, is that it could spark some sort of deeper inquiry, right? Right? Uh, you have whatever comes up and does that speak to you? I mean, people have done tarot cards for me and I'm like, I don't, none of this applies to me. And I've given it an honest shot, like, okay, how do I, you know. And I don't know, it just doesn't do anything for me because I don't believe in it. And and now here's the thing. My non-belief in tarot doesn't mean that I think it's dumb for you to do it. It just means that it's not my shit. I don't have a belief in it. Just like you don't have a belief in some of the things I believe. The things that I believe in, I see happening all the time. And they change my life. Right? I took a picture today of myself after working out and I put it next to a picture of me, I'm 46, I put it next to a picture of me at 26. Part of the massive change that I see, massive change, people see that 26 year old picture and they don't even think that's me, is half of it has to do with spiritual practice and belief. And in that belief, did I, you know, it's like that one time that person said, you know, I feel like you have a lot of beliefs, but you don't believe them. Right. I don't, but I don't need to, I don't need to believe them as an objective reality is really what that means. I don't believe that my beliefs are objectively real. But again, like I also don't need you to believe. So the ritual, I don't need you to be on board with the ritual. In fact, when it comes to ritual, like when people do these like full moon rituals and you have all these people in a circle, I don't know if I think that's a good idea. Somebody's negative shit is in there because they're not fully on board. they're doing it because they're bored that night or they want an experience, but they're not they don't fully they're not fully committed to it. so I don't know, I tend to kind of stay solitude, solitary like that, you know. Um, So ritual, it's not the ritual that is where the power comes from. The power comes from your belief in the ritual. And that belief, when you think about that ritual and you do that ritual every day, you start to think in those ways. You start to think of the world in context of that ritual. So I'm telling you, doing this thing once isn't going to do anything. And if you don't have time to commit to it every day, it's probably because your priorities are fucked up. It's probably because you're a spiritual tourist. You want an experience. You want to collect the experience. Then you want to move on and tell everybody else that they should do it too. You should check out this restaurant. I loved it. You should check it out. It's the same thing. You don't want to integrate the lesson. That's too hard. Because you have to do it over and over. You have to break yourself down. And most of you won't do it. You want that thing that you can do, and then all of a sudden the world treats you right. You gotta do ritual over and over again until it is now a practice. I've experienced a lot of rituals within Buddhism that were very spooky and interesting and strange. There is a piece, a piece of me that goes, man, that like actually happened. That's crazy. And there's a piece of me that goes, but did it? And both can be true. It was a figment of my imagination and it was absolutely real for me. This is all of the occult. This is all of spiritual practice. Two opposing ideas held in the mind both as true, both as false. This is a very important thing for you to begin doing. Um, So sacrifice. Or offerings, maybe, is really what we should call it. Um, A really great way that it had been described to me is that if, let's say, God, Source, is omnipresent, within, without, everywhere, and and that you are part of it, you are part and parcel of that thing, well then everything that you do is an offering to God like when Ram Dass says we're all just God in drag well if that's the case then everything that you do everything that you think is an offering to God would you offer your day to God today if I look at my day right now I absolutely would I had some heavy things at the end that really gave two people a lot of clarity on some traumatic events. So I'd offer it up the whole day, whether it was the waves, whether it was the teaching group, whether whatever. I, I offer the whole thing. It's all good. So sacrifice and offerings. Um, sacrifice is a weird one. It implies to go without something To sacrifice something, but I think when we're thinking in terms of like religion or spiritual practice, we are sacrificing something to the gods, so to speak. We are offering it to them. Well, what if you offered your entire life? You offer your entire life as one intention towards X. What if your life is the offering? And you are God. So my life is an offering to you. What's interesting about like sacrifice, right? When we think, um, you know, you think in terms of like human sacrifice, right? Some of you know this, some of you don't, but like the human sacrifice, the reason, the belief, the belief was that as you killed somebody, uh, the life force leaving their body would supercharge your intention, which is how sex magic works. You know, at the moment of orgasm, you're directing all of your t- intention into this thing that you desire or situation or whatever. And so it supercharges it. You're offering it to God or to the gods. Right? So once you start to realize that you are part and parcel of God. And then you're offering things to yourself. The orgasm takes on a different uh, meaning giving somebody something as an offering to them is interesting buy somebody lunch look at them as God and buy them lunch doesn't mean you have to treat them as like some king, it's just or queen I, mean, you're just, I thought of Troy for some reason but you know it's not that, it's just this is a finger on the hand of God so I'm going to offer it something because, you know, some of you need the offering to be outside of you. Some of you need the physical practice or the spiritual practice to be something physically outside of you. Because you, somewhere in your mind, in your subconscious, in your karmic curriculum, you still don't think you're good enough to be God or goddess. You don't quite think you're good enough, you don't quite believe in your own divinity a lot of women post this stuff about the divine feminine but they're looking for answers outside of themselves to talk about women's intuition while you take out a deck of tarot cards, I always find that interesting so um, look at that, I I don't know, I don't know much about that stuff, right, I don't have really much of an idea Um, And it's not that I just, you know, I'm a questioner. I ask questions. I, um, you know, want to know things. I want to know, you know, why people do things. I, and sometimes when I question stuff, it can be seen as confrontational or whatever. And that's, I mean, that's your experience. You know, all day I'm questioned about beliefs and processes and procedures. ritual as a tantric practice is very important tantric meaning procedural not sex so um i very much do believe in sex magic i believe that um this is so here's the other thing i very much believe in neural pathways and the, and the cognition of all of this and yada, yada but i also do believe in magic i believe that on some level i'm affecting all of it my experience of it anyway. And then on the other hand, sometimes I think it's just already faded out, fate. And there's not a lot I can do about it. I don't know. I play with all the ideas. It depends on where I'm at that day. What feels best? What makes this run a little smoother today? I don't need it to be an objective reality. I just need to know what makes this thing a little smoother today. So make an offering to God offer something to your friend or to your loved ones whatever that is you don't need to make a big deal out of it I know you'd love to I don't buy him something you don't have to tell him, like I'm making an offering to God just do it think about how sweet it would be to see that and then give that to that person it's, it's interesting um that's all I've really got on rituals and things like that um yeah, that's it. Go to theinfinitesparkofbeing.com and, uh, I don't know, give me some attention. <laughs> All right, I love you.